have to do a yeah, podcast. I can't can't really watch that right now, my man. But you're right. right. We can't you know watch what? that I'll because we are in the legendary League of Legends podcast for the summer split. 2020, baby. Summer oh split. yeah, we're back. We're, we're back, and I got some pretty big news for the show. We are now mm-hmm. on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor FM. If you want to find us now. Places. That's three yep. whole places outside of the Twitch and the YouTube, baby. That's five places I think you total. Can go Come to, on. Uh, yep. You can just head straight over to either platform that you'd like. Any. Either implies Any. Two. You're right. You are right. If you Okay. If you want to <laughs> see all the platforms on, you can go to anchor.fm slash L-L-O-L-P. And mm-hmm. you can see everything there. And uh, go wherever you get your podcast. I like that, I like that our yeah. initialism is so complicated. Even you stumbled over it. <laughs> I currently only have some episodes up uh, This week I should mm-hmm. Finish putting up all of the episodes Including this one And then next week will 100% be Released as soon as I upload this one Basically So all that right. should be easy Yeah, uh, I almost told a full lie about other content We were going to start producing And <laughs> I thought I caught myself <laughs> uh, I <laughs> I was about to make a joke about our new Patreon and Patreon specific. Hell yeah! Specific content. Hell yeah! Uh, uh, OnlyFans coming soon. Yeah, Heymon got the OnlyFans <laughs> for the show. You can find that. It's all bald-headed pics, just the top of the scalp, baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't worry. Let me just bring it up in the incognito. If you want it on, you Google can see it in my glasses. If you want it on Google Podcasts, uh, it's pending at the moment. I gotta uh, figure out what's up with that one. Uh, I'll be trying to add any more popular uh, services. If you want on something else, just like tweet at me or put it in the comments of the video or whatever. That's that's the show's announcements. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about some League of Legends. Oh man, y'all ready to go, baby? Tear into this, y'all ready? I didn't even get that fucking. So, so let's get a little bit of this catch-up. We haven't been, um... Fucked oh, up yeah. that water bottle. Fucked <laughs> up that water bottle real bad. I put it on my desk, it fell over. I don't give a fuck. We hey, haven't, I don't give a fuck. We haven't had a show. Hey, yeah, let's, get, let's, let's, let's get back talking about this. We this haven't had a show, show in six weeks because they Ooh. canceled MSI and we didn't get to talk about that. So what have we real been doing? Sad. We did think about having a show where we just sat in silence, staring at our cameras for an hour and a half, not doing any mm-hmm. other tasks as a sort of memorial to MSI. Um, yep. That's can, a full lie. That's a full lie that I just a, told. Pulling a show You're absolutely to talk right. About the it's TSM recorded. Situation, but... uh, well, we'll talk mm-hmm. about that later tonight. Yeah. Um, yep. What have I been doing? Very little. Uh, <laughs> uh, this quarantine lockdown lifestyle has left me basically only in my room and taking short walks um mm-hmm. i've been sitting in front of my computer a lot and reading a lot and boy howdy i miss doing things this is why we devolved into playing classic wow life has become so I boring always, that's listen, fun. i always hey. played wow but <laughs> i said classic i know i would have i was getting to it anyway I went even deeper to Fancy Star Online too. <laughs> I just don't understand. See, we're the just wasting. You make. We're wasting our time over here. Haymont's just like burning. But money. at least we are. We're like mm-hmm. at least we're playing with our friends, Anthony. I He's know, been right? Playing that alone. Hey, right? like, no, 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 no. I'm playing with a friend. <laughs> anyway, that anyone who would play that game with you, fully not a friend. Um, so, so that's. <laughs> 
That's Damn. not something I'm willing to sign on to. Um, Shit, I gotta call up Nathan and be like, our friendship over. You let so me play this game? You're not a friend. You're a bad man. You're a bad man who I don't want to talk to. Oh, shit, dog. All right, all right. Let's keep it going. So. Oh, man. What else has been happening in the universe of... I'm trying to move Haymont's camera down. Oh, no. I don't know why it's doing that. Well, there's a lot of things that have been going on in our country, but I don't uh, think this is the appropriate place to This is not that kind of podcast. No, mm -hmm. I do not want to. We're too, we're too many jokes, and I don't want to do a disservice to it, so we're going to blow past that. And we All right. Heymont, how has that awful game been? Valorant's back. I've been playing a little bit of that <laughs> since it got back. But anyway, let's mm -hmm. talk about fucking League of Legends, the LCS, baby. But that, right. yeah, that is something I've been doing. I like Valorant. Just not to get into Valorant, but I've been I've, I enjoyed my time playing it in the beta. I haven't I like had much time to play it now. I like the new map yeah. and I like the new game mode. Ooh, um, I'm still learning the new map. It feels more like oh, a CS:GO map. That it feels like the most CS:GO map. I'm still learning mm -hmm. it, but I do like it, and I do like the new game mode a lot. It's fun for a warm up. Uh, it's fun mm -hmm. to mess around with your friends, but it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Have you played the new uh, mode, Anthony? No, what is the new mode? I haven't looked into it. Uh, it like lasts at max like eight minutes. You win uh -huh. if you get four wins. First round is a pistol round. Everyone in the game gets the same pistol. You get your full mm -hmm. utility. Every game mm -hmm. at round after that, everybody gets the same random gun. Uh, <laughs> and you just, if you're on offense, every one of the offensive players is a spike. That and you just, you just go ape shit. Literally, the yep. rounds are so fast. There are little orbs you can pick up instead of an old orbit. Like, maxes your ult upgrades your weapon gives you poison damage a speed boost right uh it's a lot a lot of fun I should uh, get that. <laughs> yeah you should mm -hmm. all right now some big news that broke over the uh the break actually i think it was like last week ish uzi has now retired the best 80 carry for the past six years is retired Due to Sorry, did you forget about Sneaky and Double Lift? <laughs> the best AD carry Sven for the past like and... six years is now retired. He <clears throat> he uh, cites uh, health issues, uh, namely yeah. uh, obesity, the, his type two mm -hmm. diabetes, and probably his back issues. Mm -hmm. None of that sounds like it would be good and for wrist issues. Uh, uh, yeah, the wrist issues. Nope. I mean. This seems like writing on the wall. I believe we talked about before uh, how like how he had split his time as on and off uh, in conversation about other people. Just for him, it was because of health issues. But when you're taking that much time off and it, it's just to maintain a level of health, it seems like you know maybe you need to step back for a while. And maybe if he can get his stuff in order, if he can, um, you know, I don't know how permanent the wrist injury is. I know some players have had sort of temporary or like exacerbated wrist issues, but then with proper exercises and uh, time away they've been able to overcome that if that's what he's got awesome but if not you know it's sad to see him go but he had a hell of a career uh, mm -hmm. that's for goddamn sure he really was one of the best ad carries in the game for a long time and uh you know he did a lot of good for the uh for the game you know really mm -hmm. blew it up oh man yeah i'm gonna miss him he he got an msi title <clears throat> i'm gonna miss watching one. him like twice a year when the international <laughs> events happen um, yeah, as you all know, that's the only time I watch anything other than the LCS. Uh, I'll barely ever watch LPL. It's so hard to follow LPL. It's I just, like, all don't... over the place. I just don't have the time to watch all of this bullshit. <laughs> I will tell you, LPL will be like, oh, wow, this team was the best, the best last split. 
it should be the same this split. Never the case. Oh yeah, never. It's, it's never. It's so much turnover. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Everything I kind of like that. There. I mean, I kind of like that, and I kind of hate it. If you uh -huh. can't, it's harder to set up like storylines, I guess, and it's it. It, the fact that it's hard to set up storylines and the fact that all the players don't speak English makes it even harder for me to, like, get invested in any of the narratives and, or, like, basically anything that's happening over there. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. I'd have, if I want to watch it live, I gotta watch it at 4 o'clock in the morning. Not that I'm not up at 4 o'clock in the morning, but I'd have to watch <laughs> it at 4 o'clock in the morning. You know, you know who's not up at 4 a.m.? You. Me, which is why I don't watch <laughs> it. Because... <laughs> Is it the VODs that don't do it for me, right? Like, it's not for my, it's not my style. So that, that means I have to watch VODs, I have to get um, interviews that are translated, so, it, I, like, the amount of content I can consume is diminished. So, I, I, it's just not, it's not the kind of product I want. I would sooner watch uh, LEC, but at the same time, I still feel disconnected from LEC for some reason. I don't know, I like the LCS, it's, it's, it's funner. Well, it's, it's, it's your home, it's your hometown turf, it's what you've been watching the longest, it's, um... It's easier to connect to with the time differences and everything. It's, it's right here. It's the region. Some sense of like sports territorial pride that's based on basically <laughs> nothing, right? Like, <laughs> no, you wake up at eleven, you can catch uh, one of the LCC games most of the time. I, so back to getting back on Uzi. I think Uzi is probably the best player to have never won worlds. Probably like. That's, that, that uh, seems I'm like sorry. a great Have you heard of the... Don't you dare say Snidious, no. no. <laughs> you were going to say Sneaky, but I, I was, hit you with a curveball. I was going to say, don't I you said dare say the other C9 player. Haven't you ever... Sorry, sorry, sorry. Haven't you ever heard of Loco Doco? No. Loco. I wish that uh, Uzi could have gotten, gotten a world's title. <laughs> Me too. It would have been nice for the guy. But he had a great career. I think uh -huh. he has the most. He probably has the most world's appear world's final appearances after Faker, or and maybe Bang, because I think he's been to two world's finals. I Uzi. it's 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 a. I think it's a pretty big loss, uh, for the game in general because Uzi was such a name. He was such a player that uh, that the, all the players really wanted to gun for, like especially all the eighty carry talent. It was. It takes a lot out of the top end of AD carries, and I feel like it, it leaves bot lanes up for a lot, up in the air a lot more, because it, I remember at so, at one point, I forget if he was on TL or, or TSM, but uh, Doublelift was talking about how, I think, was it Uzi and Mata who were together? Yes. And they were demolishing them, and he's like, I can't play against that. He is so, that duo is so good. Uzi is so good that I cannot exist in that lane, and we will lose every time. There is nothing we can do about it. And that's from like an arc, like an arch shit talker of Double Lift to like constantly, like when Double Lift is like, no, that man's a fucking god. Like that's, that's real, right? Like that man's a fucking god. Cause that dude mm -hmm. does not give out undeserving, unwarranted compliments. He's out here, man. So to hear that, you know. Fucking, that dude was really good at AD Carry. I yep. will say this, a lot of times I would watch his vid, like, when I was really trying to learn AD Carry and, like, really be good at it, I was like, oh, like, I should probably watch Uzi play, right? Like, I should probably watch this, because this dude is so good that if I can even get, like, a fraction of, understand a fraction of what he's doing, it'll feel like an immense improvement, right? Like, mm -hmm. that man was mm -hmm. crazy. <laughs> that man so, was crazy. He was an international celebrity. 
Uzi, you will be missed. Uh, I hope yes. you can come back one day. Uh, one of the few international players whose names I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so my pool is fast dwindling. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Mad Life's retired, Insects retired. Who you got left, man? How many Faker! <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, no, hold on. What was the name of that one guy? The Shy. There we go. The Shy. I, by the way, since I, I've been trying to think of the Shy's name for like a good minute and a half. So maybe I don't actually get to count his knowing the Shy. Yeah, you um, probably shouldn't. No, nah. That's not a great plan. But Faker. Faker, always there. Don't forget this. I'm pretty you... sure that there was a jungler named Bengi. Right. I want to um, move on after, after this, but if you play League of Legends and you don't know who Faker is and you're higher than like level 25... Just stop playing now. <laughs> or do a little research. Respect the history of the that, game. Yeah. Like, come on, mm -hmm. man. He's the, the best player the ever to touch this game. By like, I, not, it's not a very close margin no. either. <laughs> He's got it's, like five world championships or something. I don't remember how many. Uh, he, they've recently, SKT's recently had completed the V9. V9. So nine uh, domestic titles. Mm. Why did you it. call that Fake a V9? It's crazy. That's the abbreviation for it. That's what they call it. <laughs> oh, I've never heard that, but I believe you implicitly. Okay. All right. So, to preface this uh, this part of the show, I've really fucking wanted to buy, like, hundreds of dollars of TSM merch, but I'm You're not that ass. stupid. I'm not that stupid. Yeah, okay, I didn't good. go You're spend that money. The fact that you even considered it, it makes you just very dumb. It would. It, I, I wanted to just come in here wearing, like, the TSM hat with all the fucking tags on it and shit with TSM glasses and a TSM uh, jacket and, and uh, jersey on and just sit here like, nah, nah. TSM did nothing wrong. Uh, and then uh, I would have made a joke. I would have made a joke oh, about no. how you actually didn't spend any money because the merch comes, like, the team free. Um, <laughs> oh. Ooh, that one Ooh, hurt you. Yeah, you're hot. I, 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 if, you, if you make that joke and I still get the merch for free, hell yeah, I'll take the free merch. <laughs> for, for some snide remarks, here. let's do it. You just I, I like just, free bullshit. Um, hell yeah. But hmm? I, I, I just wanted to come in and free just bullshit. be the biggest fanboy ever because I think it was funny, especially at the time where uh, Thorin was trying to start this holy war against TSM fans. <laughs> and you know what now you he's should have done is you should have put her name on the her, her face on the shirt and just wrote like free oh. like free. <laughs> I should have just got a fart that said I simp for Lena. <laughs> no, just like free mm -hmm. Lena twenty twenty. Like <laughs> Lena did nothing uh -huh. wrong. Oh let my her out god! The let her out. Let her out. I, so since this has happened, Thor has ended one of his shows over drama with Veteran, and I'm just sitting here like Who's Veteran's that? an. Uh, he's an EU uh, not analyst. Mm. He, uh, I don't know. I, I haven't, I didn't hear about him until does the he, Acadian shit last summer. I just heard does about he do the Acadian LCS? shit, but I didn't he, hear about LEC? that. He does LEC stuff with Thorin, but okay. I don't, I don't know what Thorin thought he was trying to get into with him on his new show. Uh, it was, uh, it's Elitist United, I think, but I knew he was an asshole. Everyone knew Who, he was Thorin an asshole. Or the other guy? Yes, but th I, I'm speaking about a uh, veteran, and okay, I'm just I was wondering, wondering the subject of this sentence. Why would you make thing. this show? And it, it leads everyone to believe that Thorin just used the uh, the drama as an excuse to end the show because he didn't want to do it anymore because veterans a, an asshole. So, what is the what was the drama? 
Um, he leaks, uh, DM screenshots about something. I don't remember. It's bullshit drama. It's stupid. He is. It, it looks like he wanted to end the show. It, it's also not exactly important. If you know Thorn, you know he's an asshole. You know he likes being inflammatory towards big groups of people. It's what? The, it's 90% <laughs> of the reason why him and Monty uh, started this crusade against uh, TSM. You're telling me the guy mm -hmm. I don't like to watch because he's a jerk is a jerk? <laughs> so, wow. I'm pretty sure I've said this on the show before. Not a big Thorin fan. Don't like that sort I'll, of content, but you I'll know, give it's a got its quick place. Rundown of what happened with the uh, TSM this off season. So, Sorry, free SM. Use their proper. Give them oh, their no. Christian name, <laughs> Anthony. Uh, no. So TSM basically had first dibs on Doublelift in the off season, and this mm. triggered Monty and Thorin to call out a conflict of interest that had existed for months between Lena and Doublelift. Describe who Lena is, because not everybody might know. Lena is yep. the president of TSM, uh, ex-girlfriend of Reggie, and current girlfriend of Doublelift. So, that's what prompted them to start shouting about the conflict of interest, and how something needs to be done about this, or rules need to be changed about this. And they... Mm -hmm. My number one problem with their response to this is how they focused on how... On, on the TSM aspect of this and not on r the Riot aspect of this and how Riot should be responsible. And that kind of slanted the it's conversation. Also like, it also seems peculiar because it's not like that you, you know, like... Dude, like, Steve and Reggie are friends. He wouldn't just, like, totally fuck the guy over, right? It's not, like, it's not yeah. even just that. It's that that conflict of interest is also existent in here. Like, mm -hmm. C9, TL, and TSM are all so, like, tightly knit at the moment... That it's sort of mm -hmm. like, it's really hard to make the case that the Lena Doublelift uh, conflict of interest is, is the cause. Yeah. It, or is any more impactful than any of the other relationships. Yeah. Doublelift and Bjergsen are good friends. Doublelift and Biofrost are mm -hmm. good friends. They do you all the time. Mm -hmm. it, there are so many conflict of interest here that this one, pointing to this one as the problem for this trade, is pretty, is a pretty weak argument. The only, yeah, it's, the, you know, the, I think even, like, the bigger issues would be something like the fact that these three teams are so tightly knit and, like, yes. the conflict of yeah. interest of that one time that, like, Doublelift got loaned out to save TL from, like, really, yeah. like, that's a way bigger problem. If you have, like, the three historically, like, strongest teams in recent history, or, like, mm -hmm. teams that have been trading the upper echelons of spots, obviously TL had a bit of a rush left for a patch last split, but you have mm -hmm. these three mega great teams historically or contemporaneously it becomes like almost impossible for any other team to break in or anyone who isn't friends with those guys to break in and it just becomes this really gatekeepy thing that just allows these teams to succeed like that's a much bigger issue yes right and there's also just fully no evidence that like <laughs> any other bullshit was happening right like Hang on. It, it, there's... Hang on. Hold on. Hold okay. on. You, I mean, bullshit in the sense of like, there's no evidence that like Double Lift joined TSM because of Lena. Is yeah, what there... I meant to say that there is other evidence about other bullshit, and I should have held my tongue. Yes. So the next, the next problem is that uh, Monty and Thorin were basically throwing a fit because nobody was really taking their arguments seriously. I think it's because they were focusing on TSM and not right in the rules. But also because they're just being assholes. And they, don't yeah, they also do this all the time, and they focus on TSM all the time because they're really big, and they get them a lot of views. Conflict of interest, anybody? 
That's is, not a conflict of interest. That is a conflict no, of interest. No, it's a, it's a, not, okay, it's no, a bias. It's, it's a bias. Fine. It's a bias. It's a bias. Yeah, it's a bias. Also, Monty's content is on Cloud9's channel. Just saying. No. LOL. Just saying. Um, LOL is in League of Legends. So the, the thing real, talking about. To be honest, <laughs> the real problem comes up next, where Lena can be heard talking about TSM administrative business on Doublelift stream. Mm -hmm. I can't defend that. That one was a little yikes. There, there's, nothing, one... there's nothing to defend that, and uh, Lena needs to not do work next to Doublelift while he streams. She probably shouldn't work mm. next to Doublelift at all. In, yes. But... <laughs> Okay, but in lockdown hours, it's fucking hard out here. When I you're agree. not allowed to leave your when you're not allowed to leave your house and you're fucking in an apartment, like you're not getting that far away from anybody. But, it's hard. But what are you gonna tell them to go sit in the goddamn hallway while you work? Relax. I mean, I, I mean, I expect that there's a bedroom that one of them could be in while the other one is in a different room. But yeah, but if you have your whole office space set up somewhere, well, um, I think they're both have their computers set up in like the living room. But if you, I, I don't know how their apartment is set up, space. but I know Me they're neither. both set That's up right next to each other. That's why I don't want to talk about this. Um, but obviously, they're right next to each other. I, you could hear everything. Given, but given the their like each of their positions in relation to one another, I would think some separation of their work lives, especially when Doublelift is streaming to tens of thousands of people, and you can be heard on a stream, that you need to you need to. Make sure you're not within earshot of each other and you can discuss things privately. And especially for Lena and her, the people she's talking to, that the information that they're giving to Lena is not being heard by Doublelift because that is not something Doublelift should really be hearing. Th this, I begrudgingly agree with Monty and Thorne about that Doublelift is going to be privy to information that he really doesn't need to be privy to. And it is very preventable from having him hear that information. Uh, what you just said when you said you re regret, like, you don't like agreeing with him, I just thought of that, uh, Onion article. Heartbreaking, the worst person you know made a good point. Um, <laughs> yeah. anyway. Uh, yeah, that's not great. It does put things in a weird position because Devil probably should not know, uh, about who, I mean, you know, if it's internal practice for TSM to tell players... Like so and so is everybody. So and so is on like the trading block, or we're shopping so and so around. Then that's one thing. But this is something very different, and it's not. You know, first of all, it was not flattering words to Dardoch, um, and yeah, that's that could do problem. damage to his career. I do remember at one point, you know, Haymont and I sort of got into a, a spat over this because, you know, Haymont was like, "It's gonna hurt his reputation." I was like, "Don't act like Dardoch has a great <laughs> reputation, and don't act like Dardoch's bad reputation is from anybody other than his own actions, right?" Like, you know, so like it's one thing. It would be one thing if it was like Bjergsen, right? Who obviously wouldn't be getting, probably wouldn't be getting traded probably could be moved very easily but like if it was like a player who had like this really stellar superlative reputation that's very much one thing but mm -hmm. it feels a little less serious because it's like well yeah like it probably is harder to get rid of or to trade him because he has like not a great rep and it's not because of what lena said it's because of what he does or has done in the past right no, no um you cannot but obviously you, the other parts of it right like it's still bad that that was on stream it's still bad that that was near double lift but i don't know that it would like hurt his reputation it, it any hurts more his contract it doesn't it, it doesn't necessarily hurt his reputation but it hurts his contract negotiations because he's going I to guess. lose money off of it that's the problem fair. is is they can't prove how much money he's going to lose off that one thing 
and they'll That's never true. recoup that loss. And to all the people being like, Dardock should sue for loss of uh, income, you, no one can fucking prove this. You have to prove that you lost that income, and you can't because prove this. Because of the, uh, yeah. Like, it, it's such an abstract and uh, obtuse thing to, in contract negotiations that there's also other news going around. Other people are talking about this behind the scenes. Now, uh, specifically on the double of trade, it no one of the owners have said they have a problem with the double of trade and how it went down. If they if they thought that there was a conflict of interest that impacted that trade negatively towards them, then they should have spoken out. They could still be speaking behind the scenes, but it's been like a yeah. few weeks since this has happened. No one has reported on the teams having issue with this. I do not think this is happening. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine something. Obviously, I imagine teams would probably be more compelled, like inclined rather to go to riot first privately before yes. making a public stink out of it um but even and, you know then, it, it could leak it, it it would leak and it, it still could very well be sort of in motion right like sprite games is not always the quickest with things um not really like most kinds of sports te- like organizations are not like the fastest with this stuff but it just seems difficult to press this all on you know, to say that it's still going on or to press that this is, like, a conflict of interest, it seems, like, generally fine. I imagine, however, if TSM does well this split, it will get brought up again as a, oh, well, they just, like, fucking cheated Maybe. and had him Alina, but, like, I, that's I feel because like, people like to complain about people who are winning. I, I feel like people have moved past that and yeah. we're focusing on the interaction with Dardock. Hey, Mom, what, what's your take on this before I start talking about the Players Association issue that was brought up? I felt that uh, both of you hit the point that um, I would have agreed on and the fact that, uh, yes, more so in the Dardock case, that it could have hurt his contract negotiations, uh, uh, having that statement made about him. Um, but I also agree with Matt that there's no way of actually figuring out like how much he would have lost in that contract either if it was going down. I don't know. So, and then... Go, 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 finish. And... No, no, no. I think that's it. That's all my thoughts. (laughs) Okay, okay. Um, uh, So the next thing people wanted to, like, sort of point fingers at and shout about was uh, the Players Association, how they should be trying to fight for Dardock here and his, uh, I don't know, his rights as a player. But the problem, the number one problem with the Players Association is it's not a union. So they have very little... (laughs) like power here bargaining to, power to do like to do anything and to be honest i don't really know what they can do besides bar lena from uh participation in any league of legends business of tsm at this point that I've, just seems like a lot i to be honest i feel like she should be doing that regardless because she's dating a player on the team and or when she was dating a player on a different team this is the number one reason why i don't like how Monty and Thorin went about this because this has been known since December. They bitched about it now because it got them the optimal amount of views, not in December when nobody would have given a shit. The accusations are flying. So yeah, that's my, that's, that's my problem. And I just don't feel like the Players Association really can do anything. And I don't totally know if they should do anything i look if they want to start trying to grasp more power for the association they should probably make a move on this regardless of if they think they can or can't 
but I don't really... Like, how do you... What do you do here? Do you sue Lena for damages or for libel? Like, or what? Not libel. Is it slander? I don't know. Whichever one of those. For bad for whatever she did, bad-mouthing him that uh, caused a, a, a blemish in his life of some kind. Like, it doesn't... It doesn't seem like there's legal recourse here, and everyone on Reddit who's shouting about sue TSM for this, like, how? With what? It's gonna cost more money to sue TSM than it would have than you're gonna make. It's not. There's no fucking reason for it. It's a waste of everyone's fucking time. And I'm not saying Dardock's not do something. He definitely is. Def Dardock got fucked. He got fucked here, and I yes. feel awful for him. But at the same time. Dardock has been shopped around to more than half the teams in the LCS at this point. Is anybody surprised that nobody wants him? No. Everybody knows nobody wants him. There's going to be a very poor argument in court to try to prove liability here. And the uh, Players Association... This is also not, good. like, by any means... It Well, I'm not a legal expert, obviously, but... Typically, like, for libel... First of all, it's slander, because slander is yeah. the spoken one, not the written one. Second of all, <laughs> typically for slander, like, you don't, you have to be able to, like, know that it's slanderous without external facts. I'm like, the simple statement that nobody wants him is simply not slanderous. Yes. It is not a comment about his skill as a player. It is not a comment about his profession or professional abilities. It is not a comment on the face of it about, like, his character. All it is, is an observation that nobody wants his contract. That's not slander, right? Like, it just simply, or to me, someone who knows nothing about law, it doesn't seem to be, right? I might be very wrong, but, like, it's like, what can he even do, right? Like, it's not going to be clear off-rip that this is A, harmful, and B, like, fits into any of the categories that it has to fit into for him to take legal actions. Like, of course, yes, he got fucked. But like you said, mm -hmm. and like I said earlier, he already had a reputation. He's been on half the teams in the league. Like, is this a big surprise, right? Like, it seems right now, like, there are very few, like, teams that have either not had him or are willing to take him back, and that's not her fault, right? Well, that's um, what she said! <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what she. That's said. what I'm saying. Lena did nothing wrong. Free Lena 2020, right? Like, it, it, it's it's a lot of like armchair lawyers trying to get Dardock something because the uh, because hating on TSM is just it, and it's always in to hate on TSM. I should know. <laughs> However, not even I think that this is like something like. Look, look, look. Not even I. Here's how it is to hate on TSM. I've been downvoted in threads about gameplay things because I have a TSM flair. That's happened. You, you deserve it. Oh fuck you. <laughs> you don't deserve it. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. We got some power rankings to talk power about today. Up. Power up, boys! Hit the hyperbolic time chamber. Learn your fusions with trunks and get ready to beat ass. These are the power rankings. I've never watched Dragon in my life. Anyway, <laughs> get off my fucking show. <laughs> okay, I watched like the fucking Frieza and Cell arcs in like middle school, but nothing since then. Anyway, <laughs> then I didn't miss anything. Um, some the of the Android bullshit, good. too. Anyway, All right. I digress. Power rankings. All right, here we go. Top to bottom or bottom to top? Uh, mm. Bottom to top. All right. So, we got 
Well, this is not the thing I wanted to move. It's also not the thing I clicked well, on. Well, that's on you, bud. It is. It is totally on me. Okay, so. Did you say bottom to top? I said bottom to top. Okay, so we got IMT in dead last. Let me pull up the roster real quick. This is their spring. Oh, it's summer. still going to be their spring roster. Yeah, it's going to be um, Soaz. Go, go. Soaz, Aika, uh, Alltech, Hakuo, and Xmithy in the jungle. Might be Apollo in the AD carry position. I don't know. They have. There's been no news on what they're doing with their roster. They were running Apollo in the back half, right? They were running Apollo a bit in the back half. So, That's the thing. Yeet, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> I have zero faith in Ica. I'm shaky on Soaz. Xmithy mm -hmm. seems a bit lost with this team. And the bot lane is mm -hmm. the only stable factor for me. I still don't think they're that good. <laughs> no, and Haymoth's no, no, the no. only reason why CLG isn't here. <laughs> the thing is, Haymoth I have... did throw this with his... I will go over CLG later, but the problem is that um, uh, Xsmithy sometimes gets lost in the games. Like, we've seen him in a game where he was behind and it looked like he was playing from ahead. We've seen... Um, a couple different strats. If you take their AD carry off of Ezreal, one of the safest AD carries that you have in the game, and pin Hakuo down in a 2v2 bot lane, he doesn't do as well. Uh, Aika, also not particularly that good. Soaz, like you said, is on and off. It's altogether a very budget team, and I don't think it's going to be able to make anything. A budget team? <laughs> Look, do you want to talk about budget imported. team? Wait for Golden Guardians. Golden <laughs> Guardians have the lane. second have the second cheapest win per dollar spent on their players. That okay. is amazing to me. They finished sixth with with the second best dollar per win. Oh my god, I love that. That's, that's great. Uh, Cloud9, they won 17 games. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I was thinking more about the money part, but yeah, that's going to be the first half. I think yeah. TSM were like third or fourth. All right. So yeah, we got little faith in IMT. Matt, did you say your piece? I didn't, but I don't have much more of a piece to say outside of that. Of all of that, uh, I think you guys basically hit everything that I think squarely on the nose. It doesn't seem like the uh, the strongest comp, and I just don't know that it's going to be able to compete against most of the, the playoff contending teams, and even some of the lower ranked teams. Like maybe they'll like luck out a win here or there, but it just doesn't seem like they're equipped. Why is Ica still here? Why is Demonte replacing Golden Glue, but Ica's still here? I don't get it. I don't freaking get it. I don't get it. All right, moving on to CLG because I got to get these two out of my freaking head because I'm going to have to watch them this weekend. God damn it. All right, we got Rune in the top lane, Wiggly in the jungle, uh, Pobelter in the mid lane, Stixay or Wind in the bot lane, and Smoothie as support, and Song as their head coach. Why? <laughs> Why has this team made no changes? I guess they made a change in Bowbelter, but and I guess putting oh, in wind oh, might be a oh, change. Oh. But I Bowbelter, Eugene, you just don't see it. You don't believe in the pob. Lane for lane, they I feel like they stack up. I have them lower than Immortals. I feel like they stack up worse than Immortals lane for lane, 
and I like they they have zero chance at anybody Eugene in top six carry. for me. Like Eugene just looking at last split, he's he is their only way in. I think he is the only mm-hmm. player that is a that uh on this team that is above another player in their role basically. Besides maybe the GG support, but that's a different problem. Who's their jungler? <laughs> uh, um, Wiggly. Wiggly. You think Wiggly. he's worse than Ika? Because you just gave Ika a lot of shit. No, no, no. Ika's the mid laner for Immortals. Oh, fuck. Think... That's my L. You know what? <laughs> I don't pay attention to anything, and I'm dumb. Who's the Immortals jungler? Ex-Smithy. Bruh. That makes way more sense, yeah. You know what? I, I like, totally just blanked on the roster. That's my L. It's my fuck-up. I'm a dumbass. That's me. Alright. So, yeah. No faith in CLG. What, what's your guys' take on this team? I'm honestly very worried about the top lane position. Ruin's been there. He didn't have a good split at all last split. He had some moments, and then it didn't... Just nothing came from it. Um, Cobalter, uh, he did really good in the back half of the team. I'm very optimistic about him joining here with a bit of veterancy to bring to, you know, Wiggly, Stixa, even though he's been here for a while, uh, still feels like he needs a little bit of guidance here. Smoothie was supposed to be the thing that brought them together or was able to make the shot calling, um, when he was brought in last split. But as you can tell, he's had, uh... A lot of times when he just made questionable decisions. So hopefully, with a uh, pole belter coming in, bringing a bit of stability, maybe they get a bit better. Maybe, maybe they get a middle of the pack position. That's what I'm hoping for. I forgot That's to it. update the uh, winners losers bracket. Uh, mm-hmm. The losers bracket, like on the graphic, the losers bracket will also include seventh and eighth place. So. uh... Real easy to get into playoff, by the way. Still don't think CLG are making playoffs. I uh, also have CLG bottom, even though I do love Eugene. I do think um, this is one of the teams, I think the team I most want to be wrong about. Um, mm-hmm. The team that I also think might have the most chance of a team I have ranked low as turning things around. And I think that is because of the veteran power of Pobelter. Uh, he is actually a very good player. He is, or seems like he was, a very good leader. And if they were able over the last six weeks uh, without, or plus, uh, that they weren't in active competition, to find a cohesion, I think they could really blow my putting them at the bottom out of the water and get into finals, get into the, mid- the middle of the pack. Um, I don't see them as like coming into the top four, really, uh, unless something really crazy has happened. But um, I just, based on how their performance was last split, and even with Pope, uh, Pope Belter turning them around a little bit, it just doesn't seem to me like they're like all the way there. I want to be wrong. I want to see Eugene in particular succeed. It would be great to see Smoothie succeed as well, but um, this is a team I've sort of tentatively put very low, but I would not at all be shocked. Like, I'd be pretty shocked if, like, Immortals blew things up, but I would be less so surprised if CLG just, like, hit the ground running and really but i just don't know that it'll happen i i don't think i've ever seen a team in 10th place that i had like being in 10th place okay i don't think i've ever seen a team like this besides golden guardians that one year where they finished like did they finish 10th twice in a row because i feel like that's about to happen again and i'm not looking forward to it 
I think that did happen. I think that happened one about the time when contracts was on Golden Guardians. In yeah, after his power fucking after his power gaming on C ninety one to okay, that's, a, that's enough. About yeah. Let's move on to Dignitas. Ooh. We got them Ooh. at eighth place, all three of us. And mm-hmm. they have dropped the biggest contract of all, Hooney, for Viper. Mm-hmm. They picked up Dardock in the offseason. Don't know if he's starting or not and what's happening. Uh, they also mm-hmm. apparently got JJ in the offseason. I don't, don't know if he's replacing Aphromu, but their bot lane still seems to be Johnson, and their mm-hmm. mid laner is still Froggen. Head coach's think card. I mm-hmm. still think this is probably the most volatile team in the LCS, especially if they start playing Dardock. Um, I have zero faith in Aphromoo anymore. I don't think he's that good. I feel like Froggen is overhyped. Acadian mm. has trouble competing with the top end of the junglers. Mm. This just looks like a real mediocre team who will sometimes land a couple of good blows because one of their players pops off and can carry a game. But other than that, they're just going to keep getting trounced by everyone else above them. They might get into that 8th place slot for playoffs off of some of the raw talent or some lucky wins, but I I just, I don't see this team going far. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like you said, volatility factor seems really high on these uh, on this roster. Um, you know, um, especially with Dardoch, Froggen, I agree, seems like he's a little overhyped. Like, he'll have his handful of pop-off games every split, but the rest of the mm-hmm. time, he's just average or underperforming and in like a lane for lane position for position this team does not seem like it's like all too stacked um Mm -hmm. or at least even if it's uh even on the like if everybody on the team is like having a pop-off game at the same time it's kind of team that could really like roll somebody the problem is is that volatility right like how many games are they going to be on how long are they going to be able to maintain? Is it going to be one guy who's on and then it gets them one win and they lose two, right? Like, that to me mm-hmm. seems just, they just don't seem to exist. Yeah. Either way, I'd say, what was it, Viper in the top lane? He's probably currently the weakest top laner, which is two splits ago wouldn't have been something that would have been said when uh, FlyQuest finished fourth. Um, but currently, he can't really do meta picks. Uh, Hang on. Who the fuck do you think Ruin is? To wait a minute. Repeat that one more time. I lost you you there. Who the fuck do you think Ruin is? You said that Viper is the worst top laner in the league. Yeah, I believe Anthony. Yeah, Anthony is trying to argue that he's not the worst. He's the second. You're saying that Ruin is the worst top laner. Yes. Okay. Hmm. And Anthony is worse than both. No, <laughs> probably. I don't. Uh, these kids, let's go. You see that? Top. Actually, a really good point to bring up. I don't know. Ruin had a great performance as Sirach. I couldn't say that seriously. I couldn't say that. Let me stop everything. Gotta put my uh-huh. foot down on this. Any Soraka top game, not a great game. Doesn't matter how well you do. <laughs> Oh my god. Just gonna contest I, that one off rip, my boy. I tried to straight face through it. Um, you do have a point. Ruin is probably uh one of the people who is contestable for that point. Uh for that position as the worst top leaner in the league. Um You know what? Fair. 
Fair. I say you did get me with that one. I'm convinced. Because Not Viper lie, has... He got you in the first half. Yeah, because Viper in the first half of the split, uh, even though he was a bit shaky on tanks, he did make some good mechanical plays. And then his Mordekaiser was... Godlike. <laughs> Godlike. <laughs> Not good at all. Um... So you're right. I'd say Ruin is actually the worst uh, top laner in the league, but Viper does come second as the worst top laner. Um, Froggen, I also agree. Sometimes he has pop-off games. Sometimes he doesn't. Um, Mostly he doesn't. Sometimes um, he plays the Nivea and sits there for 35 minutes as the team slowly loses. Yeah, yeah, but that it's his has champion, been his Anthony, but it's his champion. That's what hey. Tony told me, and then Tony sat there for 35 minutes, and he's like, I can't do anything! Mm-hmm. Almost but like that's why now he plays Victor. When he plays Victor now? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, Froggen does. Oh, Froggen, Froggen. Okay, okay. <laughs> Damn. That's why he plays Victor now. But yeah, I don't see much happening for this. Who cares about the Intels? Let's talk about Golden Guardians. GG! The team Mm -hmm. with the highest win... I'm sorry, with the lowest win per dollar average. Placing second below only Cloud9. What do we we think about this team? Wait, wait, I'm so confused by what this stat is meant to track. It's the total price of their players... Divided by how many wins they got. That's what. So, like, the less money you spend on a win, the better? Yes. Okay. Uh, I was fully confused that whole time. (laughs) You were bringing it up before. I was like, what the fuck is the point of this stat? (laughs) It's basically who's getting the most for their their money. It's econing and Valorant. Mm -hmm. Are you only using a classic no shields and still winning? Yes. Yeah. Basically. That was an awful metaphor or analogy, and well, neither, of you should, neither of you should have allowed <laughs> me to use that, and you should both feel bad. Neither of you are real friends. Um, so, Golden Guardians, we got Haunts in the top lane, Closer in the jungle, Demonte in the mid lane, FBI is their AD carry, and who he has their support, and Anera's the head coach. I have no faith in this bot lane still. I still don't think they're a very good team. I'm just impressed with how high they've rated on that win per dollar. It's probably just because they don't get high salaries. Uh, that is partially, also... but they also got uh, fifth place, I think, in the regular season. Let's double check that stat. That's the playoffs. Uh... So, I think. They have some good pieces here. I think Closer was a big surprise. We talked about how bringing him in was probably a pretty big gamble uh, and taking up an import slot is probably not worth it. This team does not have any Korean imports on it just, or, or European imports on it. Uh, Hanser has not been his uh, TSM Swole Bros uh, level. Uh, as of late, uh, and FBM Swole Bros. Those were the goddamn days. I miss it. Oh, FBI hasn't really stunned me. Their support situation has driven me up a goddamn wall with how they can't mm-hmm. find a real effing support to play the game, and I don't see a large skill difference between Golden Glue and Demonte. But at the same mm-hmm. time, these two players should probably be in the LCS on starting rosters on different teams, and I don't know why they're getting swapped around like this. 
So, thoughts? First of all, uh, Matt, I gotta tell you a little something. Um, they did drop Keith from the roster. Wait, Keith That's is it. off the Why? database? Keith, Keith, is, Keith is off. Keith is gone from Golden Guardians. I, look, I knew it. I didn't need you to remind me of my living nightmare. Uh, this is very rude of you Let to do to... Um, my boy, My boy, Keith, I'm gonna miss him. Um, but I'll let you oh, say he's... your piece, even though you've just hurt me badly. He's on the Academy <laughs> roster now. He's on the Academy roster now? Oh, yes. I thought he deserves to start in all spot. five spots of every as, as the bot laner. He is the every bot game. laner on the Academy roster. I mean, you mean his actual role? Oh, wait. He's just being an AD carry now. Okay. Good. That's fine. That's, That's good. good. That's what yeah. he was. Yes. That's great. He's back into his original position. All right. And who he is now the only one that's off rolling on that team. <laughs> I'm, I'm being in the been, support. He's been position. a support for over a year at this point. He did pull out a very impressive. Oh my god, I'm set. forgetting the name. Set support. Yes, I was super happy when he brought that out. Every, every <laughs> I've never. I hate. I hate you and your dumb bullshit off meta love. That's not, that that wasn't off meta. They ran that. That was meta. I know it was on meta, and I'm mad about it, Anthony. So I'm gonna call it off meta because it's bullshit. And never should have been meta. We debated playing it, but Doug only had two games on it. That's I would have swapped for it. It was the support that everyone had to run hex flash on because it didn't have a gap closer. It's not just that; it's that it was good. Yeah, hex flash just... is just good on some champions, Doug. It's like if you can hex flash and then Q at somebody. You flashed over a wall, now they're out of position. And now you have your E, that's another uh, punish. Like, And then you ult, and then whoa, ho, ho. Real good, real good. Whoa, ho, ho. But if you didn't have the hex flash, you were basically just running around trying to grab people as a I mean, soldier level yeah, support. <laughs> the point is flash E, stun, run behind them, ult them away from their turret. Let's not do... Let's not. Okay. This isn't You're about right. set, this is about Golden Guardians. Uh, still have FBI... Also, not super stellar. Mm, mid laners, Demonte. I wasn't even really on him when he was in clutch gaming. You're wrong. Uh, Demonte had wrong. some crazy games. He was crazy good. He looked he looked decent at Worlds. There was a point and where Anthony and I were both like, shit, this guy might be it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty good. And the fact that Ika has a starter spot and Demonte didn't is... Insane. Absolute lunacy. Jazuke's here did. over Demonte too. Like what the fuck? Ryoma's here over Demonte too. Like what the fuck? Okay, the Ryoma one I will take. The Jazuke one I do not. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's what I had to say to you. That's where I draw my line. <laughs> hey, Matt, you done with your speech about Golden Guardians? Uh, might as well be. <laughs> Matt, finish us off so I can move on to hitting the next team. Might as well be. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny. Uh, um, dude, I don't even know what to say. I feel like there's not a lot to say about a lot of these sort of lower-ranked teams for us because we all kind of put them in the lower-ranked well, positions for the same reason, right? Like, Do, do we think I don't that know, like, Golden Guardians was an upgrade? The Demonte over Golden Glue? Yes. And, um, and committing to drop the teeth. I think that... I think, like, maybe, right? Like, I think it depends. If DeMonte comes back to his world's form, then, like, fuck yeah, this was a good choice. But if DeMonte is... Sh like, remember, I think that split where he went crazy, like, he was not... 
like consistent in the beginning, but I don't really remember, so I could be really well. Wrong, I like, think he was getting Vladimir a whole lot and sort of schooling children. Yeah, Vladimir that's fair. was super was uh, super in meta at that moment for some reason. Well, I, I think that he's a good player. I think whether or not it's an upgrade is going to be hard to call because I don't, I just don't know how consistent he's going to be with this team. Um, when he was on clutch, there were a lot of games where he worked really well with his teammates, um, and they had a good synergy going, and he was able to shine with that. I think if they have that, then like we're gravy, right? But uh, if if, it, if he just doesn't jive with the jungler, the support, all that bullshit, then I just don't think it's it's gonna fire. I think he's gonna do good. I, I think he's gonna do better than Golden Clue is what I'm gonna say. Because um, the only thing that I remember of that split when he was doing good on Clutch Gaming was that his Kiana was alright. I'm not gonna say great. I'm gonna say alright. He was one of the, like, two people who could play it at the time. Yes. Because <laughs> it was broken, but super hard. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's just a general upgrade. I think this is a... a it, I, I do think Demonte is better than Golden Glue, but I still think Golden Glue should have a starter spot somewhere. Some team has to be have some team has to be able to play this chip player. Come on. It's it's so stupid. Yeah. Why are we wasting these import slots when you have these players? Alright. Scrim God. Alright, alright, alright. We gotta talk Scrim about God Team Liquid. Yeah. Team Liquid. Team, team yep. Liquid have dropped double lift. The best mm-hmm. part about them dropping double lift is that that's not the biggest news for this team. The biggest news for this team is that Jat is now the head coach. (laughs) Jat has left the LCS once again, abandoning Uh us to join TL as the head coach. Yep. Is he going to be on the dive? He's not going to be on the dive. No, he's not on the dive. I don't think he's really doing content with them anymore. So No, sadness. This is... I feel like the real topic here is about Jat because everyone else is a bit of a known quantity at this point besides Tactical, but I still think mm-hmm. Tactical is a good AD carry. But I, I kind of want to focus on Jat because this is sort of a defining moment for for his career, and to be honest, a defining moment for a lot of casters in their ability to transition towards these kind of coaching roles. Mm-hmm. Because in a lot of uh, traditional sports. Um, the casters and analysts are a lot like they're a lot more fluid in how often they'll move to being a part of a coaching staff or a part of a broadcast talent. Sometimes they they might do one for half of their career and then switch over. It, there's a lot more transitions there. At least in the NBA, there are also a lot yes. of like former players who were mm-hmm. then me- like on media teams, right? You know, you would finish your career and then you would go sign with TNT or ABC and then you would cat you call games or do shows and so um so but i I think jet would be good at coaching i think that i think especially the more analytical casters or empty analysis guys mm -hmm. probably have a better edge at transitioning than the color commentators um and just because it's their job to really know the game a lot more and a lot more closely um that being said uh i think jet would probably be pretty good at it and i hope he succeeds right because i love jet uh, I love his commentary. I love the content that he made, and I just hope that he does well. You know, he's a cool guy. Hey, Mon, how do you think this is going to go? I. Oh, man. I'm going to miss him on my podcast. <laughs> Let me reiterate that a lot. But yeah, I do think um, 
He wasn't been on the watching podcast this game for the last out. year. He was only on occasionally. Yeah. Hey, Mons, yo, spoilers. Hey, Mons, catching up. Old seasons, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking spoiler alert, dog. Fuck. Anyhow, uh, moving on. Um, he has been watching this game for a very long time. He has been commentating on it. Um, and briefly designing I, it. And briefly designing it as well. He's been a multi-talented man. He's been a jack of all trades. And this is another a thing to put into his tool belts. A jack of, of all trades. Of all there trades. we go, fellas. We did it. <laughs> Sound the alarm. Everybody go home. We did it. Pack up. Go in. That's the title of this video. <laughs> Team Liquid. A jack of all trades. We'll take it. But yeah, I hope we he does really well. That, but yeah. <laughs> we can workshop that. But yeah, we can workshop that. That's just no, this clip. A... That's just this clip. No, no, I know. There's something better there, though. Uh, anyway, all right. I think. Um, oh, you got something else to say? A uh, question: What do you think? Um, is there any chance that Impact Core JJ Jensen get back to form? Do they actually now that there's no longer like the import problem that was there before um, with Broxley getting his visa? Do you think he's going to synergize well with this team now? Do you think uh, they put in uh I think 99% of the problem was about double lift, and I think removing double lift in the entire situation. Uh, not that it fixes all the problems, but it makes them easier to fix, if not fix them. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I feel that that's, that's like the number one uh, problem. No, I agree mm-hmm. with that. Um, I, I do think that uh, I'm excited to see if uh, the rest of them can get up to form. Um, even though Jensen abandoned us as C9 fans, they asked not to reference either of you because you're both cowards who are afraid of the truth. Uh, but mm-hmm. rather, um, just, to, to see that, uh, obviously it hurt. It was sad, but uh, I do wish him well. And, and if he can, I do hope that the team can improve because it was also just sad to see TL fall mm-hmm. so hard. Yeah. Um, I, I only enjoyed watching their games because it was like watching a king fall from his throne and just fall to tatters. It, it, it was so, like, astounding to me that this team has just won four championships in a row. Mm-hmm. And this is how they die. Finishing ninth place. It isn't like TSM where they got... They got knocked out in quarters because they were having problems. They didn't come back the next year and make it to finals and fight for that spot to go to MSI. No, 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 no. They just dropped everything and collapsed. Yeah. It was the weirdest thing to see for the first two weeks. uh, They lost to Dignitas and everyone was like, oh my god, Dig's super good now. They were able to beat Team Liquid. And no one knew that this was actually going to be the result at the end of the split, that TL was actually going to be nice. Yeah, that was, was pretty crazy. Crazy time. And anyone who would would have predicted it would have been called fucking nuts. Oh, no. I Absolutely. Never, even after week three, if you had been like, yeah, TL's not making playoffs, I'd be like, yeah, good one, man. That's a great what one. What a yeah. meme. XD. No. <laughs> yeah. um, no, it would have been Brox is going to come back and then we're going to be all fine. That's what it's it would have be been. Crazy. Brox is going to come here. It's just then... going to be crazy, dude. Not... But it wasn't crazy. It I wasn't. Think... I don't think I've given my take on what I, how I think this chat thing is going to turn out. I actually don't think it's going to turn out stellar. I think they they have a good shot at making playoffs, especially since 80% of the league. But I mean making like top six or top five. I think they can hit those two spots pretty, uh, pretty reasonably. And if they can mm-hmm. get going quicker... I guarantee you they're going to be fighting for the title. I think this team has a lot of talent. 
but I feel like Jat being new to coaching in general, like this is his first coaching coaching gig ever. That is, mm-hmm. that I think is the biggest. Uh, I don't want to say red flag, but it's the biggest thing that I that I watch it's like for a right question now. Mark. Yeah, it's a question. Yeah, mark. it's the biggest question mark that I. He is an unknown quantity to me, and I don't like overrating unknown quantities because it mm-hmm. rarely ever pans out. And I like Jet. I think his analysis is great, but I don't know how good of a head coach he's going to be because being a head coach isn't just about knowing the right game plan. It's also about knowing how to deal with team conflicts, how to uh, grow a player over time so that everyone can peak at the same moment or everyone can peak to peak other players or something like there's a whole other science to this that chat might not have the tools for and i don't i haven't seen that he has the tools for those so i think that's a is that it for everyone on tl everybody said their piece okay all right 100 thieves got someday in the top lane we got Meteos in the jungle, Ryoma in the mid lane, Cody Sun on the 80 carry, Stunt on the support, and Zix is the head coach. Okay. So, it's the same roster that they had last split. Yeah. That's that's what, that's what uh, the, some of these teams don't have updates, so this is what we're uh, kind of working off of. I don't see them changing this roster, though. Uh, Papa Smithy yeah. seems to have a lot of faith in Ryoma and wants to field Ryoma a lot. Um mm-hmm. I, we, we kind of ate our words a little bit saying Ryoma looked like uh, he probably wasn't going to turn out so good, but he ended up kind of growing a bit over the split and kind of performing pretty okay. He performed better than Ika, but that's a fucking low bar. But he, he was serviceable, but I still don't feel like he was the option they should have gone for. But he's not the worst option that they possibly could have chosen. Uh, the, I, is, the rest of the team seems pretty pretty uh, substantially strong for the most part. Stunt, I'm a bit shaky on, but they're still pretty decent. Definitely able to hit the top half. Yeah. Someday was uh, the number two top laner um, for all-star top laner uh, last split. What is it? The all-team, all-pro team. Yeah. He was the... Cloud9? Yeah. Basically Cloud9. <laughs> He was the uh, number two top laner there. So, you know, it says a lot to how good he is oh, and how good he still is. He, he is. Um, he didn't have that great of a time in playoffs, but I don't think he's going to just drop off when this split starts. I think he's still going to come out, and he's going to come out swinging. <laughs> he, he's got he to be one of the best uh, top laners in the league. He, he's, it's him or Licorice for me, basically, and I still think it might be someday over Licorice. Mm-hmm. We still have to figure out um, a bit of the gaps in the gameplay. Uh, one of them being that Ryoma still, when we last saw him, still doesn't really have a laning phase. It's kind of he tries to minimize like his losses, or the team tries to minimize his loss there. Put him on a late game carry, Oriana, Victor, and then he can actually get through into the team fights, and he can pull out those really big moments that you want to see from a mid laner. But his laning phase against, like, uh, I think it would be better than probably only Ika. I'm trying to think of the other mid laners. 
No, only Ica. You you can't put him in like the top half of mid laners. Um, hmm? G Demonte, Froggen, Ica. Yeah, I'd say his laning phase is only better than Ica's. Uh, for Ryoma. Um, I think he was performing a little better than Golden Glue. And he, I'm, I agree with I'm not Anthony. saying his overall performance. I'm just saying that his laning phase solely is better than Ica's. That's I, the only mid laners that I can think of right now. No, Demonte is questionable. We can't see it at this time. His late game team fighting is at least comparable to everyone else. <laughs> no, no, I think Ryoma is just better than Golden Glue too. I, I think Golden Glue had his mo had some moments, but Golden mm -hmm. Glue's well, his laning's pretty strong. I still think Ryoma is doing better. Like I, I feel like that's a big part of where Ryoma grew this split is that he was able to have us, uh, have us. I don't want to say have it. Like he was able to influence the game at some point. Whereas yes. I feel like Ika had none of that. And the only way mm -hmm. you're going to be able to influence the game is by having a pretty good laning phase in the first in the first part, or, mm -hmm. and also having good support from your jungle, which I think that that they definitely have here with Medios Ryoma, but I, I just feel like he did better than Golden Glue w was doing, especially with Closer. Because Closer seemed to be playing around uh, top side, and bot side was such a mess. And it, 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 I think Golden Guardians is lucky to be alive, to be honest. <laughs> be alive, Jesus Christ. For the save. You know what I fucking mean. Dramatic. Huh. They all should have died. <laughs> Whoa, relax, relax no, no, buddy. No. Jesus Christ. All right. like, Matt, what's your take on 100 Thieves? How are you feeling about them? Um, middling. Middling, yeah. Yeah, I think literally the I think I literally have them in the middle with all of just like you guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I guess I could see them beating EG for like the fourth slot. I don't really see them as competing for the top three though. Uh, they seem better than a bunch of the teams below them because a bunch of the teams below them seem super variable or super wacky like comp wise or synergy wise right um so i think that they're just gonna do fine uh i don't expect to be like super super shocked and i don't expect uh, either way right i don't expect a super big blowout loss or victory across a long period of time i don't expect them racing to the top or the bottom mm -hmm. yeah all right so the next uh, team is actually Evil Geniuses on the aggregate chart. I have it uh, wrong by accident. Sorry, I was rushing. Wow. <laughs> Unprofessional. Unprofessional. Um, Call me out. Let's go. Get mad. Jesus Christ. Show this to all dude. your friends. Show how wrong I am to all of your friends, please. And so that we can get to tune in live and <laughs> also make to sure Twitch to tell them about the Patreon. About how wrong I was. <laughs> and the OnlyFans. Don't forget the OnlyFans. All right. Um. Leave a tip for the fucking... Evil the Geniuses ball. now Ooh. has Hooney in the top lane, Sven Skarin in the jungle, Jazuke in mid lane, Bang in the bot lane, Zazel on support, and Irene's the head coach. This is oh. one of the biggest, like, is this actually going to help them trades? I think I've, I've seen in a while, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I just don't know... If Hooney is going to perform well with them, I think it creates a lot of volatility in the top half of the map because Hooney and Jazuke and Svenskaren all trying to go ham simultaneously seems like a disaster waiting to happen to me. 
and it could adversely affect this team. But I feel like their performance they put up last split, on top of how much I think they can move forward, kind of kind of puts me in this spot where I I have to say that they're going to perform better than these other teams I'm saying are inconsistent. But I also think this team might be inconsistent, yet have a better bottom layer to their inconsistency than the rest of them. So they're, I have them higher. But I, I still think this is a def- decent team. I still think this team is going to be fighting for uh, top spots in, in playoffs or in, the, or in the regular season even. And this isn't a team anyone should be taking lightly. Correct. I agree with that. This is one of the teams. It's either going to be like a dumpster fire, or it's going to be just amazing to see. That's, that's did we say that about them last about time, or was that Dignitas? I don't remember. We wait. Are you talking about last split, or like yeah, for the last podcast split. here? Last split, we were worried about Jazuke because we were just confused. We didn't know like how good Jazuke was. He's proven that he can be a carry on this team sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes he's a one-man army trying to drag everything through. Sometimes Bang's the one-man army trying to drag everything through. Now it's going to be Hooney. We're going to see if this is going to be the Holo Holo show. Or if it's just going to go to squat. <laughs> I still believe they've, uh, they have... They could probably beat like a couple of the upper teams. Like they could probably take a game off of like TSM when they're in their best form. They could probably take a game off of FlyQuest when they're in their best form. They could give C9 a run for their money in their best form. But the problem is that we. Wait, 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 wait. wait. When you say best form, do you mean uh, EG in their best form or the other team in their best form? EG in their best form. Okay, that's much. That's much more agreeable. EG versus, like, the other teams, like, on average. Actually, C9's average is too high. They can never beat C9 on average. <laughs> but, like, TSM or FlyQuest on average, they could probably, like, do something against, right? I still think Zazel, if you give him, uh, like, Tom Kench or, like, something that can really influence the map, right? He can still pull off a lot of plays. He can really uh, be there at the right moment. Um, it's just... I want to see how it's going to turn out. All right, Matt, what's your what's your what's your take on this team? How do you, how are you feeling about them? They lukewarm, they hot, they cold. What up? I think they're. Um, I mean, I don't think any team that's top four could be cold. Um, fair, fair, that'd fair. be crazy. That would be a weird thing to say. I think. Um, I don't see them getting worse. I only see them staying where they were, getting better, and considering that. Um, most of their teams, to me, don't seem like they got substantially better. Even if they maintain where they were, I think they're going to be just fine. Um, realistically, I think they're probably better practice time. I think it was pretty clear what their faults were, uh, which gave them a lot of time knowing in advance what is it the problem. Having it be a relatively obvious problem makes it easier to correct, right? You know where to look. You know what to what to handle first. And so I think they had a lot of opportunity to really... Uh, get in that. You know? mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like there's a lot to talk about on this team besides the Hooney trade. Uh, I want to know what happened with his contract, though, because he had a fat contract that got dissolved before this team picked him up. So, I don't know how his contract got resolved, but, oh boy, Hooney must, must have made a shitload of money 
and then signed a tiny ass contract because I think is he is he only contracted until uh until like the uh December or something or no, November whenever the hell the break is I'm not sure they, they might have him on a contract with a renegotiation there but I I'm that that contract I want to see that shit that 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 would have been crazy. All right, next team. It's FlyQuest. Haymont, take it away. My boys, it's going to be Solo in the top lane. It's going to be Santorin in the jungle, Power of Evil in the mid lane, Wild Turtle in the bot lane, and your support, Ignar. Right there. Well, their support, Ignar. Head coach. <laughs> uh, head coach is Curry. Right there. They did a lot better than expected last play. We yeah, thought that bring in ignar was going to be like a side grade maybe a little bit of an upgrade holy crap <laughs> that ignar was amazing <laughs> ignar is scary power of evil bringing in we also thought that maybe it would be a side grade it was an upgrade <laughs> solo was brought in to be a more stable than viper um and Santorin was just on fire. Santorin and Ignar together has been on fire. Ignar and Poe have been on fire. Wild Turtle showed up in the playoffs in a way that I never thought Wild Turtle could have done before. It was amazing. Wait, 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 wait. This man has many championships. He is like the in the third tier of championships for this fucking uh this fucking league. What are you fucking talking about? Wild Turtle is one of the best Bro, AD carries this league listen, has ever it's seen. Haymon. It's Haymon. It's Haymon. He's tripping. You know I that he's still tripping. always think you have to pay a Wild Turtle tax. Regardless. Every single time. You what is this man gonna get his due? What kind of, bro, is it a tax if you're getting fucking dubs of championships like TSM was? They're getting fat wins, fat rings, fat trophies, I, dude. Come I'm on. talking about the present. <laughs> And sometimes Santorin has to take the L for him. <laughs> all right. <laughs> sometimes while Turtle already started, baby. Flash forward all day. That's my guy. Flash forward on the AD carry. I know all about it. You're just getting the party started. It makes sense. Trust. No, no, no. Don't worry he... about the fact that you got three other engaged champions on your team. Don't ask these questions. Just flash forward and get the party started. Anthony knows that. Anthony knows the ADC is the real uh, team fight engage. Let's go. <laughs> Please don't do this to me, guys. No, wait, hang on. I'm flashing it. I'm picking Jinx. I'm flashing straight in, hitting A. I'm hitting S. And I'm standing. Hey, I'm hey, starting. Hey, don't you dare. Watching Wild Turtle flash forward for kills this split has been a fucking treat. I loved it. I liked it watching Wild great. Turtle this split because he was fucking popping off. I love this dude. Anytime I Turtle agree. succeeds, I'm happy. Just saying. I don't his care playoffs, if DSM had to suffer. His playoffs performance was stellar. Up till that C9 game, didn't have a problem, loved it. He was a flanking AD carry, all right, against DG. He came up behind them and murdered them. You don't see anybody else doing that. You just don't see it these days. Uh, what, was it one, one game on Kaiser or something? He tried to blow somebody up with uh, Kaiser, and he almost does it. It was so close to him blowing him up. And I think he still got out. Ugh. You see, the thing is, you remember those moments, right? You remember those moments from the playoffs. You remember them in the back half of the split. But you also got to remember when he started the split on Senna and when he died to Altex Cassiopeia <laughs> in a 1v1 
that he didn't need to take it off. <laughs> I know a lot. I remember a lot of Turtles gameplay. <laughs> sometimes it's absolutely amazing, and sometimes it's like, he's good. He's still good. I'm gonna be honest. Spring, Spring Split feels like so long ago that I barely remember like the exact games and plays that happens a lot of the time. Just, just oh, feels so long ago. It's because this is my favorite team. Also, Santorin has been doing a lot of work on that Trundle in the Jungle. Um, I think if uh, they wind up allowing like if they tank tanks Trundle. are meta, they buffed Trundle what? in the time since they... that he's played. By the way, yes. wonderful. Santorin's here. Great. <laughs> Santorin's here. We're in there, boys. We can play Trundle, boys! <laughs> That's, <it. laughs> That's how much dedicated I am to it. Also, Meteos gets a slight buff, too. Second good one. All right. Oh, Jesus. Hang on, hang on. Okay. All right, let me go. Uh, I think the, uh, the only thing to really talk about this team is how they figured out that they could play Solo. Because Solo was a free agent, which apparently that had to do with uh, contract issues more than him not, like, getting offers or anything. It was weird. It was more like a ja another Jack Love kind of situation, I think. But mm -hmm. what this man was doing not on a team is beyond me because he is very good. He Let he, me... he was very competitive in the playoffs, and he look, made FlyQuest look like an entirely different team when they put him in. If they had played solo for the entirety of playoffs, they probably stayed in winner's bracket. I will, um, just to give you a little bit of something, uh, Solo was actually in the coaching position on FlyQuest. Curry and him have worked together on Optic before as, like, you know, uh, Curry being the coach and um, Solo being the top laner. But he was brought in in a coaching role in FlyQuest initially before he got an actual position as a player. And that was, like, uh, was, near no, the no, end no, of the no, split. No, 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 He was signed for FlyQuest just before the... Uh... Um, the roster lock for playoffs. He might have been doing... Uh, he might have been doing, like, freelance coaching? But according to the the list of his teams, he was, he was signed just before the roster lock. Um, I'm, that, that correlates with what I remembered before I checked this. Because they picked him up just because the, they were having issues with Viper. And I don't know if they were team issues or performance issues, but, but it was performance issues, but it, but I don't know if the mm -hmm. team issues were stemming, were causing it. But it looked, he was kind of a, he was a substitute for a while. I think they played mm -hmm. him a couple of games during regular season, and then um, they played him in playoffs. I, I, but if they played him the whole time, I think they destroyed. I think, I think they make second place without even breaking a sweat if they played him the whole time. Mm -hmm. Um, he was, his first weekend back, he was like 0-2, and then I think they went back to Viper, but they, they really worked on working, they, before playoffs happened, they were working, uh, with him to see if they can get him into that position there, because Viper, like, he didn't have a great Mordekaiser, and like I said before, it's like, he's mechanically good, but sometimes just laning, ganking, doesn't work well with the team. It looks like awesome. they played solo the last two weeks or part of the last set of weeks, and uh, he went two and two. Yeah. All right. 
that's my team. You got anything else, man? Um, yeah, Matt, what you got? What you got for this team? What you? Honestly, I was just shutting the fuck up because I was enjoying Hey Mom Pop Off. <laughs> I was really kind of. I was honestly, I was really into that. Um, and so I'm not gonna lie to you. I spent that whole time just vibing the Hey Mom popping off, and I did not even a little bit think about anything to say because uh, I was just in the moment. I was just living in that space, and that's. that's like- I'm not gonna apologize for that. So, um, next. Here, all right. Here, I'm gonna ask you. I'm asking you one question. I'm gonna ask Hit you me. one question. Hit okay. Me. So you've seen Ignar's picks. You've seen him pull out the Blitzcrank during like the regular split. With of uh, has legend. been like the legend, the Blitzcrank, the Blitzcrank legend. How sometimes can I forget? Continue. Uh, sometimes on and off. Um, but during playoffs, uh, in the final series against C9 brought it out again he brought out pike he brought out he brings out a lot of interest this is a picks. very long introduction to a question but do you think that any of these interesting picks regardless of it could put them up and be to be competitive with c9's bot lane like no. to be no none of the interesting picks listen interesting picks are interesting and i won't deny that interesting mm-hmm. picks sometimes feel a little gimmicky and so far as they're like Sometimes the interesting picks feel like I'm going to pick something that's a little lower on the meta tier list uh, just because I know they don't have a lot of practice against it. And that's, I think, a really good way to deal with like middling to like lower tier lanes. Mm -hmm. Really, when you're going against the top of, right, when we're going to be looking at the top of the tier list, uh, TSM, C9, people like that, then I think it's going to be a little more difficult, right? I think. I think those teams are a little less likely to just get caught off guard by some dumb bullshit. Um, so I think it's just like less likely to really fucking to land. Okay, then to put this, if you were to pit them against like uh, other supports in the league, let's say, um, if we were to say stunt would be like maybe the lower bar, and then Biofrost is a higher bar. How would you would you say that he's like around where like Biofrost is, or around where maybe I have stunt no idea. I'm, I'm not sure. Okay, all right. That's I just That's wanted honestly, to ask that. For the me. honest answer is I really just don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just gonna not answer that. Um, <laughs> okay. That's fair. I was just uh, interested on your perspective on him. <laughs> no, I don't think he's bad. I just think that, like, I think he's probably up there in terms of uh, supports. I just think that the fact of the matter is, is that C9 bot lane is so solid that, like, a little bit of Blitzcrank, a little bit of weird off-meta bullshit is probably not going to throw them that hard, right? Unless it's, like, a very off day. Same for, like, the SM that uh, BioLift is back. Okay. That's all for me. That's the honest answer, my friend. (laughs) That's good. I wanted that. I wanted that. Too bad, you fucking nerd. Okay. (laughs) Up next. For second place. Which Haymont, for some ungodly reason, put third. The the heathen that he is. We have. Team this Solomon. stank bitch. <laughs> this stank bitch. How th- no, kidding. dare you? Alright. Mm-hmm. We got TSM. We got Broken Blade in the top lane. We got Spika in the jungle. You got Bjergsen in the mid lane. You got Double Lift on the AD carry. And you got Biofrost as the support with head coach Peter Zhang. Now, everyone like the shit on Peter. I really don't know why people shit on Peter. I don't. He didn't really do anything wrong. Uh, yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> 
He's he, like, he's a bad he's, coach. He was supposed to be the one coach. The, the thing was that many people ran this commentary that, oh, he's the one who's coaching the jungling position. He's the one who's supposed to, you know, make the jungle better. And then Dardock exploded <laughs> during the split. So you can't really blame him for that one. <laughs> you no. can't really. <laughs> so according to, uh, to Locodoco, Dardock has been spending an exorbitant amount of time talking with the sports psychologist for TSM. Like, a lot more than the rest of the team. Who has been? Dardock. In, in Spring uh, Split. So, yeah. kind of indicative of what the real problem was if uh, the psychologist has to try to babysit the jungler for 80% of his job. I don't think that that's babysitting the jungler. I think Have if you your job... heard of Dardock? No, I just think that, listen, I don't think taking advantage of, like, mental health resources is, no. like, a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, but... I think thing, that that's but... fine and actually pretty, pretty normal. Yeah, yes, um, yeah. It, it is the optimal strategy here, but it is indicative of what the problems for the team were. Is what I'm sure, I don't know that we should think about it in terms of optimizing strategies with mental health. I just think if Dardock felt like That's what their job is! The sports psychologist, the sports psychologist to make sure that they're like, okay, right? Like they're still a psychologist, mm -hmm. right? Like it, my thought is that like, if Dardock felt like he needed that support, then it's not, I don't think you should think about that in terms of optimization as much as you should think about but, that. Like, oh, that player needed help. But here's the thing is, it. I don't think Dardock thought he needed that support. I think the team thought he needed that support. Well, did, did, did we know if Dardock didn't? I don't know. There's, no, there? there's I, no okay. definitive answer, but. All right. Moving I, I on from that. <laughs> Yes, let's just... Moving on from yeah. that one. Um, they brought in Spika, who did a little bit of a stint during the playoffs, and he actually did pretty good. Last split. <laughs> last split. Not not spring split, but the summer split before. Summer split before? Not. Wait. I... Dardock played on playoffs. I'm like 95% sure of that. I'm not high, right? I swore. Okay, all right. Maybe you're right. God damn. Okay, I don't know. But when I did see him, uh, all I remember was that uh, he did pull off some clutch objective steals. He did steal a couple barons yeah, that Dardock really did need playoffs. to be stolen. Hey, my man, all playoffs. Don't know why you thought Speaker played. Speaker played last summer when uh, Katie and had a girlfriend issue with Zen. <laughs> oh no! Last summer. Okay. Alright, from what I remember of Spika, he did actually have, like, some good objective control. He did actually manage to steal a few barons back in last summer. Okay, so I'm also looking forward to him getting this opportunity in the jungle to start in the jungle position. He's got a lot of veterans around him. You got Biofrost, you got Doublelift, you have Yerikson. Uh So I really hope that maybe they can mold him into a really good jungler and maybe exactly what they need for the team. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Broken Blade, as you guys know, I'm I'm not super hyped on. I think he's good. That's it. <laughs> I felt very sad sometimes watching his rumble. That was it was the one rumble game. I didn't like it. Um <laughs> but other But otherwise, uh he also pulled out a secret Kiana game, which he dominated on, <laughs> if I remember correctly as well. <laughs> That was the, the Kiana top was something that I never want to see again because it's so degenerative. Oh. But Just, did uh, it work? <laughs> I, it doesn't matter if it works; it's still degenerative. <laughs> Is it more degenerative? I'm gonna keep asking questions. Wait, all right. Anyhow, moving on. 
and Doublelift and Bio are back. You know the duos here. Alright. It's probably gonna be it. Yep. Um it's probably become gonna become a more dragon, maybe bot lane focused team. Because uh you know, Double Lift has that clear voice, that shot calling voice for what he wants done. Um so I would not be surprised if uh they started playing more for around dragons. They're probably still gonna be playing for late game now. That's been uh, one thing that they've always tried doing. Uh, last split, when the early game wasn't working out, uh, it's the strategy that they moved to. Just pick as many late game tools as you can have so that you can uh, get a win. Right? So, that was completely tangential. I don't know where I was going with that one. I'm lost, know. fellas. Take we're me talking, home. We're talking about this team players and their... Uh... Yeah, so anyway, I'm going to put my piece in now because <laughs> month's just been going for way too long. Um... Mm. I got TSM on second because it feels like they upgraded all around. BioLift was one of the best bot lanes ever in North America. Um, and if they can maintain even a fraction of what they used to have, they're going to be easily in contention for best or second best bot lane, uh, mm -hmm. really against C9's bot lane. Um, and that just feels like a massive fucking upgrade, right? Um, because it's just like the best they ever had, basically. Um, and so I think that this team is going to have a pretty easy time. Uh, you know, if Doublelift stays focused and doesn't complain about how splits don't matter or some bullshit, um, which I know he doesn't like, but this is the summer split where it really does matter, no matter who you are. Um, mm -hmm. I think if uh, Doublelift really puts in the work, then this bot lane is going to have really big potential, and a lot of people are going to have a lot of problems beating it if they're not, um, if they're not one of the other best bot lanes, right? Is there Ven not Zven uh, and Vulcan? That's basically yeah. it. That's what I meant. Oh, I, so, I think that Spika is an upgrade, not because he is mechanically better, a better jungler, or like his macro is better or anything. It's nothing gameplay-wise. I think it is purely a team atmosphere thing, where now uh, all of the laners can more focus on becoming better laners instead of mm -hmm. having to uh handle dardock for the entire split like that seemed to be a big uh, uh, uh what does it mean when you stop something from happening inhibitor? <laughs> no inhibitor means you're helping something well, hindrance oh it was a big hindrance for them to have dardock on the team it, it, it seemed to stunt a lot of the progression the team could have had together and i think mm. bringing in double lift uh to work with biofrost is is a great moment because Doublelift is pretty motivated right now after getting basically kicked off of uh, TL. If you want to look, if you if you want to look at it as a mutual breakup, go on ahead. But TL kicked him out. Four of the other people stayed. He left. Just saying. Uh, so he's pissed off. And if they come back in and start smashing, it is going to be amazing. It will be one of the best storylines you've heard in a long time of League of Legends. And I'm just, I, I I'm just. Excited to see TSM dominate. If TSM fails, though, I'm real sad. I might cancel the show. Maybe. I don't know. We'll think about it. <laughs> I would not let it happen. Oh. He's just to make I my pain public. drag you back. I might just try to cancel the show to make him do it. <laughs> I, bro, I will, I will show up at your doorstep. Ready. I'll knock on the front door. Your mom will answer. Then I'll sneak in the back. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sneak in the back. No one will see it coming. I'll show up behind you. I'll just whisper, do the fucking show. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm. In I and look out, at my dude. door. 
All right, you said all right, I was coming right. in your door, baby. I'm oh, up that's to fair. the floorboards. I'm at the wall. I'm gonna be the Kool Aid Man, busting through shit, breaking <laughs> shit, all right, all right, shouting. Cloud nine. Everyone, 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 type in TSM. We got one team left that no one can say anything bad about because their name mm -hmm. is Cloud Nine. Matt, give us the breakdown. Give us the breakdown. Nothing changed. I just run them down. Come on, dude. Um, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Fine, fine. God damn it! Why do I have to tell you something you already fucking know? Whatever. Because we're on a show. <laughs> I know, dude. I'm just being uh, bitter. Top Viewers at home, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Top lane, we got licorice. Jungle, we got uh, good old blabber, aka blabberfish, aka the god. Uh, <laughs> mid lane, we have Niski, aka the other god. Uh, I forgot to mention licorice is also known as the god, uh, as is the AD carries Ven uh, and uh, Vulcan support. Um, again, this team, uh, Reaper didn't coach. Head coach Reaper, one of the best coaches ever. He's fucking crazy good, I guess. I don't know why, but he is. Um, the point is, this team was dominant last split. Uh, they worked extremely well uh, as a team. They also worked extremely well individually in individual matchups uh, in their sort of head-to-head roll-for-rolls. Um, again, as I said earlier about some of the when we were talking about some of the other teams. There haven't been a huge amount of what seem like upgrades. There have been a few sort of like lateral moves or moving people around that might bump someone up one or two spots. But outside of this double lift addition to TSM, it does not appear to me to be there, to, there for there to be any other team that has made big enough moves to get to where TS or to, rather to get to where C9 was. I do think with this TSM move, it'll be a much more competitive. Uh, series when they play each other in a regular season, and if they meet in the finals or playoffs or something. Uh, but this team is still probably best or second best bot lane. Um, they've still got basically people who are the best or second best in all of the roles, and unless something really drastic happened uh, that I, I just uh, wouldn't foresee, then I cannot imagine um, the fall off, right? It just seems deeply unlikely yeah they're the all pro team you can't really take it away from them and they only the, lost what is it two, two games overall in one yeah. game in playoffs one game to tsm during the regular split it's nuts <laughs> that was it <laughs> that was crazy and i think that was like the highest um uh, winning percentage that uh, was there for like an entire split, right? It like beat TSM's last record, which was seventeen and one during the normal. Actually, no, I forget what was TSM's uh, previous record, uh, Anthony. When? Oh, uh, when they seventeen and the seventeen zero record. They did the seventeen. The, the most the, winningest the split ever. That one. Ah, I think that one was beat out. <laughs> ah, I don't know. It was. Because there's 17 oh. and 1, not 17 and 2. <laughs> 17 and 2 was only because of the uh, I know, I was, playoffs. <laughs> I don't know. I think Anthony's right, but I don't want to fact check it or think about it. So just keep talking about C9 <laughs> and tell me why my boys are gods. Oh my god. The way that they actually play around. They only lost to TSM once because they drafted an early game team. And they just didn't make it. <laughs> they just let the game go on too long. 
That was the only reason they lost that one. Blabber's been overperform. Well, I can't say he's overperforming anymore. Blabber's just been performing. <laughs> That's it. He's won MVP of the split, and he just popped off in a way that nobody thought Blabber could, <laughs> except for everyone on Cena. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh man, I think Jack I think really was won. happy about it. <laughs> what? What? Losing that game? No, Jack was really happy with Blabber. Apparently, um, he went on a podcast, uh, I believe I Will Dominate, and he was talking about um, why he picked Blabber over Svenskeren. It was because Svenskeren wanted to go, and Blabber right. actually wanted to stay here and work. Well, well, <laughs> I, I forget. Uh, I'm trying to remember what exactly happened there, but uh, Svenskeren mm -hmm. had a lot of conditions uh, for him to stay on the team, and Blabber was more into the... Uh, like the mindset of the team, and that's why he kind of told Svenskeren to go find another team instead of uh, staying on C9. Mm -hmm. I still think it's the wrong move, regardless, but I don't know. I, there was a, there seemed to be basically two factions within Cloud9, maybe even three, because it seemed like Svenskeren was a bit alone, but uh, the bot lane was really ostracized, and the two solo laners seemed to just kind of have a lot more say than they maybe should have. I don't... It, it was such a weird dynamic coming off of summer last year. It, it, it is just... It's hard, it's hard to explain exactly what was going on with them. But they wrapped it up real nice, this split. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No one can say Jack made that wrong of a move, considering they went 17-1 and had a 3-0 final. Mm-hmm. That team mm -hmm. looked crazy, and I'm sad they didn't get to go to MSI. I'm also sad they didn't go to MSI. Oh, I but, hope they know. can keep looking that crazy until Worlds. I hope Worlds yeah. happens. <laughs> I don't want crowds, I just want to see Worlds happen. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Anthony, would you be mad if C9 and not TSM were the first NA team to win Worlds? I don't know how mad I would oh. really be. It's hard but to if be mad if your team shits sword. the fucking bed. I'd just be glad an NA team won Worlds so people can shut the fuck up about NA being a shit region. And but, then all you would ever get, but, then, but then all you would ever hear from me is uh, about how... Cloud9 <laughs> like yeah. won Worlds. You're not wrong. That might alone be the deciding factor as to whether or not I uh, hate you for the rest of my life after that happens. Just you already hate me. Oh, fair. <laughs> oh, fair. All right. Okay, I think that'll do it for our power rankings. It will. Uh, if you got your own power rankings, eh, share them with us eh, somewhere. I don't know what's. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we'll where. tell you why you're wrong or why C9 <laughs> is the best team and all that. Be your best. No. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know what? If uh, you think we're wrong, go ahead and so tell us. Share. <laughs> put blast us on social media. Show your friends how blast we're, uh, Anthony that we're on wrong. social media. No, don't. no, no. All of us. Every single one of us. Uh, I don't want and to get involved in this. Don't worry, my phone number is 973. <laughs> I don't like anything, though. I don't like talking to people. So please, whatever you do, don't make fun of us for being wrong. That's the opposite of what we need to happen. We got to have a nice, calm discussion. And don't don't show this to thousands of people. Don't do that. <laughs> don't show this okay, to has the reverse psychology worked? I put the cut okay, right well, before that. Not if you don't. <laughs> Not if you just no, 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 because because I'm gonna clip out the power ranking section, and then I'm putting the cut right before I, I go into the the reverse psychology. <laughs> Trust me, it'll work. It'll work. Trust. Me.
The unit plays right in your hands. All right, all right. So we got the power rank. Or power rank. He's got the picks for next week coming up next. All right. Mm -hmm. Matt, do you want to put us through these? No, but I will. Um, hey. Do you have them up on the stream? Do you have the assets up? The assets up. It's also in the notes. Sorry, the power. The power not, rankings. Do you mean not, the predictions? No, no, no. The, I meant yeah, the predictions. Okay. Prediction. Yeah, I was very confused. I was like, we already did that, bro. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so we're just gonna go top to bottom. First match of the week. We're looking at a hundred thieves versus evil geniuses. Now, I have picked evil geniuses. Haymon has picked a hundred thieves. I'm gonna let Haymon defend his poor decision making. <laughs> Jump in here, champ. Well, last split isn't so um, poor, but okay. Once again, we don't really know which EG is gonna show up. Hopefully, it's the good one. If it's the good one, hundred teams, hundred teams, uh, in a pretty bad position and up for a pretty bad fight. But um, the thing is that hundred thieves, like during their playoffs performance during the last the back half of the split, I was really happy with how Ryoma was starting to perform. Um, I was happy that Meteos wasn't just getting murked in this jungle. <laughs> that was a very sad time to watch for Meteos on Gragas. And someday, still a crazy performer, right? I will say someday every time can beat Huni. Someday every time beats Huni. <laughs> it's I... either he he can handle him, alright? That's okay, hang on. I'm, where I'm my do, faith I'm, is coming from. I'm gonna put it to you mm -hmm. this way. The only way that EG lose this game is if someday can can uh, destroy Huni so badly that he also destroys the mid laner. And I don't see that happening. <laughs> Okay, but I do think that. Wait, hold on. Uh, do you want? Do you think that Cody Sun and Stunt um would lose out against Bang and Zazel? Because I think they're pretty even lanes. <laughs> That's the one thing. Um, I think no. I think Bang and Zazel <laughs> should win out. Okay, so my biggest question for whether or not they're going to win this game is how. Mios and Ryoma as a duo perform against Jizuke and Sunscaren. Sure. <laughs> I don't disagree. That's... I think I think mid jungle synergy is like the number one way to win League of Legends. Yeah, I agree. Unless someday just clutches it. Oh my god, I would be happy if someday opens up swinging right at the beginning of the split. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Matt, what's the next match? What is the next fucking match? That's a great question. The next match, FlyQuest versus Cloud9. I believe these are two Friday games, right, Anthony? Yes, these are the two Friday games. They've moved Two Friday games. League. So, uh, FlyQuest versus Cloud9. Anthony and I, again, have Cloud9. And Haymon, as the primary dissenter, I'm going to force to defend himself. Uh, this is gonna... Uh, yeah. So, explain yourself, you coward. <laughs> I will always explain myself. Alright. First of all, FlyQuest are my boys. I can never go against... Well, actually, I can go against them sometimes. But in this matchup, um, I do think that... <laughs> if there was any matchup to go against them, it's this it's... one. Yes. <laughs> you're going to do some dumbass shit. No. And you're going to call, like, fucking, like, IMT against FlyQuest. It's going to work, and I'm going to be pissed at you. <laughs> you know what I would be... the thing, The thing that would make you even angrier... If it worked, <laughs> that's what I was just saying. Yeah. Um, okay, anyway, anyhow. defend your fly quest over C9 pick, you fucking meme lord. This is once again a repeat of the playoffs. It's not a series, it's just a best of one. But 
Um, hopefully, Ignar's been in the lab. He's been in there. He's in been the lab, working dude. on some picks. He's got the secret <laughs> tech, dude. <laughs> That's what he, he developed. Ignar has achieved the forbidden tech. <laughs> no! You say that, but Ignar, every single split he has uh, worked as a professional, uh, a League of Legends player, last, has come out with tech. something. The forbidden tech. <laughs> Glacial augment Ezreal support. I will send it! You say that, and then it's gonna appear in that game, and you're gonna be I like, hope to god he picks fucking Glacial Augment Ezreal support. That means I get to pick it in solo queue and say, Ignar did it. And then I get to int. But I won't get banned. And C9 will get the dub. Continue. Okay, so I'm really looking forward to what Ignar is bringing out here. Um, I want to see how Solo performs against Licorice if him and his squad... Him and the rest of the squad can come out there. And I really hope, for God's sake, that Turtle doesn't start slow. <laughs> I don't want I don't want Turtle to be down for two weeks and then come back later. I want to see Turtle in form tomorrow hey, on hey, Friday. That's a lot long-winded way to say I want them to. I you're right. I want them to. I want to see a competitive game from but, FlyQuest. But hey Mon. This this uh, wasn't the picks aren't about what you want, it's about what you think. And I will always in my heart <laughs> No, that's some bullshit. But yes, I think that FlyQuest um actually may have like a slimmer of hope if for some reason C9's off their game and because Ignar is gonna be labbing. <laughs> right. I don't think after that playoffs loss they're gonna be uh just satisfied with like doing with a mediocre performance against C9. I think they're gonna try to come out swinging. <laughs> okay, okay, come on. I want them right. to. Um, we, uh... I just don't what? Um, mm -hmm. I was gonna move on. I didn't think we needed to defend Cloud9 into why they should. Yeah, win. fair enough. Okay, next game, EG versus CLG. Uh, all three of us well, have elected. I, I would just skip the rest of these and even included in the CLG IMG one because I don't really give a shit. That's fair. <laughs> but um, we agree on enough. the rest of them besides that last one. And to be honest, Haymont, you're high yeah. for thinking CLG is rated as high as they are. That's but, your L to hold, my boy. To be honest, I, will say, I don't care why you think they're going to win. Because <laughs> I, just, I just think you're wrong. But I also don't care who's going to win this match. And to be honest, the fact that I haven't even watched these teams play and I already don't care who wins this match is a big fucking yikes for this league. Don't worry, Anthony. Uh, yikes! I want to come to you. <laughs> I'm going to come to you the day after that game happens and when clg win i'm gonna be like i told you so that's it i said when i said when anthony i didn't say if i said what all right well before before we go let's close out by uh talking about just uh tsm and tl i don't feel like we ought to justify talking about that's fair quest and cloud nine so for tsm tl we have all uh picked tsm Anthony, I'm wondering what you're thinking about here. Uh, do you just not trust the synergy to be back for TL quickly? Too too many scarred memories of last split. Or... I just think that uh, TSM... Uh, I think they're pretty competitive in most of their uh, lane matchups, short of uh, the AD carry position. Uh, and maybe uh, TL's favorite and support. But... And jungle, but I feel like that speak is a bit of an unknown quantity and needs to grow a little bit before I can be like, aha, you beat speaker. Fucking, who cares? Mm -hmm. um, 
I still think TSM have enough uh, individual power and they showed enough teamwork from last split that I think they can pretty quickly get back into it. Uh, at least faster than TL, who basically has to rebuild their system. They got a new head coach, so I, I feel like TL will s definitely start slower than TSM. Uh, and I think they'll probably end up being pretty close to each other come playoffs. Like in power level. So, there's, that's, that's basically kind of the trajectory they're putting them on. I, I just think TSM starts stronger. That, that's basically it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, stronger start, uh, unknown quantities, as you mentioned. But I, I think maybe it'll be a little bit of a tighter game than I would have expected towards the end of last split between the two. Um, if only because, you know, the what seems to have been one of the major issues for TL is now on TSM in the form of Double Lip. Um, but I also think Double Lip being on TSM does up the difficulty. Uh, in its own right, right? And probably more than him being off does. Maybe not. I don't know how bad the situation was. Um, but I think it's going to be an interesting game, and I'm actually very excited to watch it. Um, mm -hmm. I do think TSM will edge it out, though. But um, even if TL sort of falters at the start, it seems like they might be able, with their current roster, to pick it up a little later. And we are. Hey, Mom, what's your take on this game? Um... I think that honestly, uh, double lift coming back to TSM, Senna not being an AD care. Well, yeah, Senna not being something that has to be played anymore. Um, wait, 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 allowed... wait! Still contested in pro play. What are you talking about? It's getting a buff for AD fast... carry, the, like next no. patch or last patch. Don't tell me that. That I'm gonna tell you really that. makes my point go down. Oh, it does. That's why I told you that. That's one of the oh man. All right, as long as they don't make double lift play it. I agree. Don't let double lift play Senna. For the love of God, please don't do this to me. <laughs> oh my God! Wait a minute. Okay, I'll tell you Vladimir. that afterwards. Please make him play Vladimir. <laughs> my God, but anyhow, yeah, but I still think uh, he's probably like one of the best players on, like, every other regular ADC champion that you would see, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think the only one who's better than him is Ven. That's it. I don't think anyone's going to contest that point right now. <laughs> He's already proved it last split. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I still think that uh, Doublelift uh, can really have this time to, like, you know, redeem himself from what happened last split. Uh, I think Spica... Um, I don't know how he'd fare against Broxa, but I also don't know how Broxa would fare against Spica. Those, that goes both ways now, actually. <laughs> Which is the weird one. Mm. I hope Impact comes back to form. That's one of the things. I hope that with Double Lift gone, that both um, Impact and Core JJ come back to form. Core JJ didn't look that bad. It just looked like he was carrying all the dead weight of the team in the bot lane. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so hopefully with tactical, he can um, uh, at least get the opportunity to you know either influence the map, actually have a good two v two, right? That's what I would want from him. And then Jensen's Jensen. Jensen's good. <laughs> Jensen we'll is see. Jensen. Like Jensen, Jensen like is the, Jensen. Like the Incredibles meme would tell us, Jensen is, is Jensen. Jensen. 
Okay. Who's I don't think you have to worry about playing them WoW. against Bjergsen. Somebody was playing WoW. I saw uh, all the I W's. have WoW open, but I'm not playing it. Okay. Uh, we are out of I topics. was sending Haymont a picture. <laughs> we are out of um, topics. We are out of yeah. topics. Anthony, do you want to take us on home? Yes, I think I will. That'll do it for this week's episode of Linder Lee Lens Podcast. Don't forget, you can get this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anchor.fm slash LLOLP. Uh, thanks for watching. Uh, oh, you can catch us live uh, on Monday at 8 p.m. on twitch.tv slash so 2 k 11 Thanks for watching. Have a nice day. Peace out. Yeah. Mm.